0: I was walking out with Jan Vogt, the general manager, who had sent me that letter before. He said, we'd like to give you a job with the Celtics. And I was like, wow, okay, sounds nice. He says, but what you have to do is you have to go apologize to Red. And I was like, I was the one that got traded. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity.
1: Somebody, give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, back with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone alongside Cedric Maxwell. Max, you killed it with that interview with Ray Allen, man. If you haven't heard it already, I don't know what you're waiting for. Make sure you check it out. We're here to talk about it, a lot to digest from what you guys had, uh, that conversation you two had. And you got him to say a lot of stuff that we don't necessarily hear out of Ray Allen.
0: I was, I was very surprised and very happy. But I think Ray has always probably has heard before uh, from people saying that Max is one of your biggest supporters. i no want one of these people to say, well, right after you have Kevin Garnett's jersey retire, Ray Allen should be right behind it. Because without those, they went in. They went in. They were the big three. As people like to say, if, after Kevin and, uh, you know, Larry and Chief, they said the, the new big three. That's what they were called, the new big three. It wasn't the new big two. It was the new big three. So I think he wanted to be there. I like the fact that he talked to me, and there was so much stuff that he was able to get out, uh, and I, I loved it. He talked about Kobe. He talked about his relationship with the Celtics. He talked about asking about his relationship with LeBron and, you know, the differences between uh, the the big three in Miami and the big three in Boston, uh, he just went went down the line. And, uh, you know, his, his thing with Kobe was fascinating, though. The fact that – and I even forgot the fact that those two were drafted in the same year. Right. So Kobe Bryant, as we know, took offense of any guard that was taken before him yeah. and put them on a uh, – he said, we always had battles. He said – the first time they went to, I want to say the camp in Chicago, and he said they were on the same bus and said Ray to Kobe admired Ray. And Ray said, I looked at him like he was a little brother. So I think that that was cool.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Because you, you always forget, I mean, I always remember the uh, 1996 draft class, that uh, infamous photo, Slam Magazine, what was it? Um, Sharif Duharheen was in that class, uh, Marcus Camby, Antoine Walker, Steve Nash. And you know how Kobe is, man. He he talked about it not too long ago, one of the last interviews he did, where he remembered everyone who was drafted before him.
0: Right? Well, he did that. He did that when he was in in high school. He said he right. when he was in the yeah. magazine. He said he was a scr- scrawny kid, yeah. and he said he had all these guys who were ahead of him. And he said he marked them, marked them down as guys. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get. He said. I play against them. He said, and I would just play my regular game. I wouldn't show him anything new. But he knew I was always, always developing other things. It was a great story on Kobe that I heard the other day, which was hilarious. Um, Kevin Hart was talking about it. Okay. He said Kevin Hart would have sworn he was going to be in the NBA, the next NBA player coming up. And he said he went to a camp, I want to say at LaSalle uh, University, and he said Kobe was there. And he said... He said, Kobe was number one. You can't tell me I wasn't number two. And he talked about, you know, how Kobe was doing all these things. And he said, he said, Kobe just was fantastic in the camp. And he said that the coach, the head coach, I forgot who his name was. I get it. The head coach said, guys, you guys need to work as hard as Kobe Bryant. And they were like, why? He said, Kobe did one thing this year when he came here, he's just worked exclusively. On his left hand, and they like he just all he he's right-handed? <laughs> right handed. <right, right. laughs> they didn't even know he's right handed. And and Kevin Hart says that he said I'd be damn. He said I thought he said I he said he went to Kobe and said to Kobe, um, I'm just wondering right now should I be going to Duke or to Carolina? And Kobe looked at him like <laughs> and walked the other way. So. That was just another story that I remember hearing <laughs> that, that I was just looking the other day online. And you can find on YouTube right now of uh, Kevin Hart talking about playing with Kobe Bryant.
1: That's funny. Yeah, I know they're both from Philly, but what are the chances? Wow, that's funny. Yeah, you know, when I think of Ray Allen, I remember reading his book he, he published a couple of years ago. And I loved how much he talked about falling in love with the process. Of of practice and and, and getting those skill sets down when you're not playing in the actual game. And I see a lot of parallels between him and Kobe. So that's really interesting. I'm really glad you guys were able to talk about that and about his relationship that he had with Kobe before he
0: passed. Yeah, it was, again, fascinating in the fact of where he wanted and what he wanted to do. It was really fascinating. So I I like what was said. Uh, I love everything about our conversation. Uh, It was, it was, it was. For for old for for old country man, it, it was it was it was a really a treat for me. And I don't say that a lot around other players when I see him, but Ray, I feel a kinship with him because so many things that he that I went through, I feel like he went through mm. when he left the Celtics. I felt like I was kind of just cast off in disgrace, like you know, get him out of here. He don't want to play anymore. Ray, unlike me, and decided, hey, I want to go. It looked like they were going in another direction. And, and Ray made a, a choice and a decision, which uh, we look at
1: now, which was a solid goal. Looking back on it, did you feel that before the actual trade? Before you were traded to the Clippers? Or did you start feeling that? Did you, was the writing on the wall?
0: Uh, the writing was already on the wall because Kevin was playing so well. And so I knew that they would want to keep Kevin in the lineup once mm-hmm. I got hurt. Uh, he had 40, fifty-four points against Detroit. And I said, "That's the last game I'll start for the Celtics." I am thinking in my mind, so but you knew. yeah, but it's only I still had like a four-year contract, four or five-year contract, so I knew I was going to be around. And the thing that I had to do, which a lot of people didn't know, was actually when I went, I got traded to the Clippers. Um, I went out there and actually failed the physical. Uh, my, I had surgery on my left knee. And they checked that out and they said that's fine, but say your right knee is crappy it's shot so I had to stay out in l a for almost a month and a half rehabbing my right knee just to pass the physical so that trade could actually go through if I didn't want to, I would not have left i if I didn't want to leave, I didn't not have to leave I could have just said no nah, i'm I'm not rehabbing I'm not doing this I'm on the Celtics books." But at that point, one of the things that Ray said was like me at the end was when when I heard guys talking about me, saying things that weren't so nice about me. All I wish and what Ray said was they just I wanted them to say to me, good luck. We had a great time together. Good luck. You do. You do you, boo. I'll do me. Okay, this mm-hmm. is that. This is how this. This is how it's gonna go. We're gonna the part ways now. But whatever we had, it's it's almost like it's like when you get divorced. If you have an ex-wife and you guys have a child, you will always be a family. All you and she goes off and gets married again. I'm not hating the hating the, the next guy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy because we weren't able to to be together, and I just wanted her to be feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's how I almost felt like in my marriage, like. My ex-wife didn't wish me bad luck. Mm-hmm. Instead of me saying and, and, and on my side, I wished her nothing but good luck. Did anybody from the team reach out to you? No. I never heard I never heard a word from any of my ex-teammates. Did you reach out to anyone? No. No. Was it wasn't my was it I, what was I reaching out for? I was traded. They were the ones saying some bad things about well, me. Was it the
1: Celtics reach out to you, the organization, anybody from They the front reached, office? they
0: reached out to me with a letter, and the letter stated Make this noise right here. I was gonna
1: say you got a leather. Yeah, it's <laughs> leather. I thought you
0: still had it. Sign, you know, Max, you had a great career with us. Once you sign this paper, your 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 trade will be official. Wow. That's what I got, and it was from Vote I will always remember that. And I remember for a while, I I had that leather. I'm gonna go back and see if I can find it again. But it was one of those goodbye. See, don't don't let don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. And that's where that's what it seemed like at the very end of the day. Yeah,
1: you and your phrases. Yeah. <laughs> Country.
0: Country phrases, man. Country, Country phrases. Hell.
1: Yeah. Country as hell.
0: As I told you on Twitter, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health. I found a solution for weight loss, and it's Awaken 180. My friends in the media told me about Awaken 180. It's their go-to program to lose weight without killing yourself in the gym or taking any kind of medication. Just listen to the success stories. My boy, Kyle Draper, he dropped 30 pounds. Andy Grish dropped 105, and that's not it. Scott Zolak, Steve Logan, Dan Reeves, Dr. Laura Carmen, and add Cedric Maxwell to the list. It's only been about three weeks and I've already dropped about 15 pounds. Turn these trying times into a reason to get healthy like me. Call Awaken, receive the same one-on-one coaching I'm getting at home or on Skype. Also access 1,000 recipes and tools you'll need. Dantric weight loss from the company who has revolutionized the weight loss industry. Set up your first consultation today
1: At Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Okay, so what's the other letter like? What's the letter that invited you to Larry Bird's uh, retirement ceremony? Um,
0: ceremony? It was later on that uh, the Celtics were, it was last year at the Boston Garden. And they were celebrating all the players who had played there. Like all the great players who had played there, so they would have a day for you, and I was really reluctant. And Jan Volt wrote me a letter, said Max, we, you know, you were part of this organization, you were a great player, we love that you've come back. On say it was game sixty, we're gonna have, we're gonna give a uh, commemorative uh, ticket out, and the people have them right now, with your your name on it, and we're gonna honor you on that day. And I was like, wow, okay. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I came back that day and um, and got a big ovation, and that made me feel real good. And so this is just Cedric Maxwell. Now. Cedric Maxwell. This is Cedric Maxwell game. It wasn't his. Wasn't when he retired his right, number. Right. It was his game. The honor a player. Yeah. Okay. And what I did was uh, I was walking out with Jan Bolt, the general manager who had sent me that letter before, He said, we'd like to give you a job with the Celtics. And I was like, wow, okay, sounds nice. He says, but what you have to do is you have to go apologize to Red. And I was like, I was the one that got traded. I got to apologize to Red? No, you have to apologize to Red. I'm like, why? He said, because the father never apologizes to the son. So in order for me to get the job, I went down to Washington, D.C., to Red's house. I didn't meet him at the office. Went to his house in D.C., maybe the nervousest, that most nervous I've ever been. Got down there, went to his, met his wife, went into his study. He put his arms around me and said, When you are, when you're young like that, you don't do, you do dumb things. I was like, I'm trying to follow this thing. And then, next words I remember, he said, I forgive you forgive me this was in my mind forgive me what, what do you mean you forgive me I was the one got treated but I learned another lesson about shutting it up like being like our Stipple. like you told Edith back in the Archie Bunker stiple Edith, Edith Stipple yourself yeah, just shut your mouth and that's what I essentially had to do is shut my mouth and say okay Mr. Arbac and and that's when I got the job, and you know, came back and, we were and made again. Now, yeah, uh, y'all yeah, was a here. made man. Made a- made exactly. So, <laughs> if Ray comes back, does Ray become a made man? Mm. There's steps towards that. There's steps towards that. KG has a lot to
1: do, and with that,
0: that would that yeah. would be a great opportunity for him to open that door.
1: So, what made matters worse is that. They signed Jason Terry before they figured out what they're going to do with Red. That didn't make things easier. Well, that would be that would be true.
0: Jason Terry was horrible when he
1: got here. Terrible. That, that was like his worst year. That <laughs> motherfucker hit the shot. Oh god damn! You know what used to piss me off too? Every time, the few times he did hit a shot, he do that stupid jet thing. No, 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 man, you don't do that when you've been terrible all year long. Shit! The only thing I remember, by, the, the
0: only thing, thing I can remember about Jason Terry is the fact he got his ass dunked the fuck on by LeBron. <laughs> that's that's the highlight of that. God damn, I'm gonna have to take you home, man.
1: I got a car. <laughs> all right, damn. You <laughs> might have to come with me after that. Yeah, take your ass home yeah, for for that night. Wikipedia uh, changed his page and said that he had died. <laughs> it said LeBron James murdered Jason Terry. Oh, today. oh, oh! oh. <laughs> for one night, and then somebody changed it back the morning
0: after. Yeah, but that 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 to me that's crazy. He said he said the right though. He said, look, he decided that he want. He said they gave him an offer. And he was going to another championship team. And he said, I was watching out for my best interest. But you, could you blame me for that? If the team wanted to go in another direction and you were there, it's like, yeah. okay. So you,
1: you want to make a move? I'm going to make a move. Right. And I don't fault him for that. No. It, you, it, don't, you don't make a move like that and then you're surprised when there's backlash. Come
0: on, well.
1: you had to You had to expect that going well, into that decision. Well. I not, just think not, Ray didn't realize how bad it was going to be. From, not or from
0: vicious. not from your teammates, though. This is a business decision. We all know this is a job. Right. How many people have we seen get traded to other teams? It's a business decision. You take care of your business as a player. That's the first thing that everybody would take. Paul would say. Kevin would. All these people would say the same thing. Take care of your business as a player. Backlash about what? Cause I went and played with LeBron? That you can't speak to me? We won two we won a championship. Shit, we were on our way to get probably to break the NBA record. They were gonna win seventy something games that year, but the year after they won the championship. They were went they were twenty three and three. Twenty three and three. Hey, kicking ass and taking name. Then Kevin went down and everything. But what they went through as players? He just felt, he just felt, you know, he talked about just, you know, pretty much being kind of like maybe kind of like disrespected. He said, you know, I think he felt like Doc used to love to, Doc yelled at him a lot and wouldn't yell at Kevin or wouldn't yell at Paul. And, but he said, he made this thing, he said, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and an empty wagon makes the most noise. That's what he said. And he said, Doc yelled at me and I understood that is because he felt like I could take it. I had those kind of shoulders could take it. And maybe the other guys weren't as sensitive. He want maybe want to yell at Paul, but instead he yell at Ray. I said, damn, that's the same thing with me. When I was I get yelled at for Larry's man guarding. For Larry's man scoring. God damn it, I can't guard both of them. Only guard one of them. Maybe Larry
1: got
0: defensive. Yeah, absolutely. We that we all defensive like, team. All defense. Second, all de- defensive team. We both like me and Kevin McHale, like a what? Yeah, what well, he got? What? Yeah, he had oh a second team. You what know the fuck with T. Garden, Kurt Rambis? He got no Ivoroni. You take the weakest guy every night. Every night you take the weakest guy, and I'm not hating on you, but that's just how
1: it was. No, I got you. You don't think there's an elephant in the room, though? You don't think there's a there's one big name? that may have been left out throughout that conversation in terms of getting blamed or maybe kind of getting, quote-unquote, the protective treatment from Doc. I'm talking about Ray John Rondo. I mean, let's face it. I, I don't. I wasn't there. I don't know what exactly well, transpired, but the reports of him being, quote-unquote, disruptive or not always playing ball. Or well, Rondo? He, yeah.
0: Well, I think Rondo was Rondo. Rondo's always been like that. Doc Rivers said this. He said of all the players he's ever had, he said there was only one guy he couldn't get through. To, and that was Rondo Rondo decided to do what he was going to do but initially when Doc Rivers first got there I remember talking to Perk and I talked to Rondo and they were like we don't like what's going on between those three we don't like that Doc Rivers is, that is, is, is being." and we talked to Doc about it. I said you talked to Doc about it? yeah Doc Rivers told us he said it's what they want to do it's about the big three how they want to handle things so, Doc was very protective of Ray early on in his career and what he did with this team. Then, after a couple of years,
1: things got a little shaky. They tried to trade Ray a couple of okay, times. Well, why do you think things got a little shaky, right? Because the way I see it, Max, things got a little shaky because, one, they were getting older, right? But Ray was still playing well. Right, right on. No, I'm not knocking them for that. I'm saying, when I say they're getting older, I mean the fact that Ronda was growing into an all star. Yeah. And then it got to a point when when these guys are getting older. Let's say that 2012 season, right? They had to lean on Ray John a little bit. But
0: but but the thing about it was Ray, Kevin, and Paul were not egotistical. And I say this because I remember talking about Jeff Green, a player that they had later on, who came into the lineup and was people just thought he was going to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Green had two or three games where he was dynamic. The other game was 40, 42, 43 points against LeBron and, and Miami. It was an unbelievable game. But then the next game, Jeff had five points, yeah. six points. Jeff, and I asked KG about this. I said, God, y'all got to get got to get Jeff involved in this thing. He said, Max, we're begging him right now to take shots and take over the game. Mm-hmm. So we 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 don't have that kind of ego, and I don't think Ray had that kind of ego for Rondo when he grew into the player he was. So I, I don't I don't see that. Don't buy that. Uh, why Ray again was somewhat the scapegoat? I think just because he had big shoulders.
1: So you don't need coaches
0: to- coaches always need somebody to yell at,
1: right? Of course,
0: Bill Fitch needed somebody to yell at when Larry made the mistake or when Chief made the mistake. I happened to be the guy on the court. He'd be start yelling at me. I remember it was one time, Tiny Archibald, he was trying to get Tiny's attention. And Tiny was standing right in front of him. He was like, Tiny, Tiny, Tiny. He wouldn't even turn around. I was at the other end of the court. Bill Fish yelled at me, Max, get Tiny. <laughs> hey, tap him on the shoulder. He's right in front of you. <laughs> so certain coaches understand that there are certain guys who are leaders in another way. And I think he felt like Ray was a leader in another way and could take it. But I think Ray said and "When in our interview, Ray said to me, he said, I wish Doc had come to me and talk to me about that. Yeah, you can yell at me, but then come back on the backside and say, let me tell you why I'm yelling at you. Mm-hmm. I know who you are as a player. I count on you for all these things. I yell at you because that motivates maybe other guys who couldn't take it, who weren't big enough to take it. So Ray, he talked about that. It was just a, the dynamics of his conversation were really interesting. And even to the point, again, where I asked him about coming back to Boston uh, for Kevin's retirement. And uh, he was just very, very aloof. And I told him as, as a player, I said, I want you to come back. I think you need to come back. I think it's time for you to come home," I said. There are a lot of people who loved you in this town. He said, "Well, there are a lot of reporters who didn't." I said, "Whoa, whoa, not all the reporters, because I'm one of your biggest cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. I feel that that Ray Allen, I looked at him as myself, and the fact that Ray, I, when I left, I remember there was a lot of talk about me. It's like I didn't want to play, I didn't want to get this done. Well, those same players didn't say that the year before when I said, "Climb on my back." Those same players weren't there in 1981 when I was the finalist MVP, so it was no difference in who I was. I was one of the most competitive guys,
1: and I just got hurt. But did you feel like you were getting that kind of talk from your former teammates? Were you getting that kind of chatter saying, oh, "I did,
0: got I, 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 I didn't, I, yeah, I got that." I heard, I heard Larry say it. I heard I've heard Danny say that is you know, when I got hurt, he said he didn't think I was hurt. And I think because I used because I'm always laughing Mm -hmm. and don't show all this stuff that, you know, that I had that I wasn't hurt. I was very hurt by that. Mm -hmm. And I think Ray I know Ray feels the same way when it came to him leaving that maybe Paul or KG should have stepped up and said it's okay. Ray won us the championship. He's our brother. He's going on now to play with another team. Not having KG say who Ray who, I, I, I don't know no Ray Allen. I don't have his number. I don't anymore. have his number no more. Yeah. That was that hurt Ray. That that really that was something that really hurt Ray, and he took it to heart. And um, I think as a, as a guy who when you go through the trenches with another with a man in that situation, all oh, you look for him to have your back. Whatever decision you make. And what Ray was saying was how anybody should feel. Like, that's what's going to be interesting. And I know people are going to say, oh, I can't believe you're going to say this about Tom Brady. The guys who played with Tom Brady, how are they going to feel about Tom Brady now once he left? Would they feel better if he, would they, would they feel much worse if he went to, New York. We played in New York. Would, would, would they would they feel worse if he went to Buffalo? Because he's gone down to Tampa Bay? Is that is that different? How are guys going to feel? What they should feel is like, look, we had a great opportunity. We went to war with him. He went to war for us. We won multiple championships. Ray Allen's the same thing. You won a championship, almost two championships. Ray became the all-time leading three-point scorer. Uh, here in this building with you. Mm-hmm. Huge shots. How many times we see Ray, Ray Allen hit huge shots to win games? And they believed in it. So I, I just think it's just kind of crazy for them to to be that way. I remember being at Paul Pierce's retirement party. Uh, we had at the fourth season. Celtics had at the fourth season. And the one opportunity I, I missed while I was there, I, I I saluted Paul, but I wanted to say at that time, Paul Pierce is the captain of this team. There's another another thing I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to bring Ray Allen back. Ray Allen was it was a big three. It wasn't a big two. And you wouldn't have won a championship without Ray Allen. And I missed that opportunity to say in front of the owners, right. in front of everybody else. And I wish I had said it at that time. But uh, Ray was huge when it came to that. That's why I'm one of the few people around here who say, Ray Allen's number needs to be retired. Oh, no, you can't do that. Well, you wouldn't have another championship. It wasn't for Ray Allen. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't. And it was the big three. It wasn't the big two. Just like I know about it, it. Wasn't Everybody said it was the right now when I left, it was the big three. It was Larry, Kevin, and Robert. Well, I was there for eight years. Playing with them. was it the big three and a half? Mm. Was it the three musketeers or the four musketeers? Did somebody get you know get missing or was it <laughs> with the four Beatles or the three Beatles? Which one was it? Did Ringo get left out of the mix? <laughs> you now I think that's how people feel when you are when you've been a part of something that has been so big and so dynamic, and them to almost forget about who you were. It isn't egotistical. It's more about just Pride that you know you did something with these guys, and essentially right now they're racing you from that from that playbook.
1: Yes, the way I see it, the only way I see Ray Allen showing up to KG's jersey retirement ceremony is if KG on his own publicly says, "Ray, I would like for you to be in attendance." I think that's the only way. And
0: I said that. That's fair. I said that during I said that during our podcast. I said I am going to reach out to KG and ask him that. Will he do that? If he says no, then okay. But you know, I want him to do that because this is my family and Ray's part of my family. I don't care what people think about when you are a Celtic in that, that vein and won championships, you are part of a, a family. A, a co coalition, yeah. a fraternity. Yeah. And you don't you don't you don't leave it. You you're always gonna be in it. It's like, what does it say about the mafia? Yeah. You're in the mafia. The only way you lead the Mafia is what? You're dead. (laughs) You're dead. And that's the same way I feel about, you know, Ray. Ray didn't die. Ray just went to another team. So he's still part of my fraternity. And I look at, like, I'm not saying I'm the entire body of the Celtics, but I am a retired number. Mm -hmm. And I am a legend with this team. So, yes, I want Ray back in the fold. I want them to bring Little Red Riding Hood back in. I don't want the big bad wolf to get him. I want Red <laughs>
1: Riding Hood to come back into the fold. Were you surprised when you first left? When you first found out that he was going to Miami, I was surprised. Okay.
0: I, I, I was surprised. Um, I was surprised because I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand the dynamics of it. I understood as a player, like he had had another opportunity. But once I looked at it from afar, it's like it made perfect sense. If you're going on with Avery Bradley, then obviously you're going in another direction.
1: Yeah, but, Max, it's not like he's starting down in Miami. You know, it's not like he's passing and, and up and a may, starting job yeah, But, he, stick, but, but
0: he was going into a championship situation. It's not about, he, as Ray said in, in, in the podcast, he said, it's not about the guys who start. He said sometimes about the guys who finish a game. And he said, yes, in Miami, I finished games. He had the biggest shot in the history of,
1: I think, of the NBA in the playoffs. Yeah, but Max, he, he's making it sound like he was sitting on the bench at the end of games in that, in that last playoff run that he was with the Celtics. No, he, he's he, still going in
0: the games. He wasn't, but do but you also have to admit that they were going in another direction with Avery. Avery was the one getting all that time. Rondo adopted Avery as that guy. And he Rondo was the ball distributor. Right. There were times yeah. when I think that Ray felt like he didn't get the ball when he was open. Well, again,
1: that back to my point about mm-hmm. when, Ray, uh, when 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 Rondo reached a point in his career where he said, "Okay, you know what? We're going to need you to do a little bit more offensively." And that's when we saw All Star Rondo, you know, scoring more. He, I think yeah. Yeah, he had 17 that year. Yeah. that was his best year. And yeah. then that was the yeah. same year that was last year we saw Ray Allen. In the well, fielding.
0: I think that Ray again felt like there was a lot of disrespect. And as a player, he made what you and I would say was a business decision.
1: Right, but you don't think, going into that decision, though, I feel like the relationship between Paul, KG, and Rondo was very different compared to what those guys had with Ray Allen. On a professional level, they were fine. You can speak to that, right? Mm mm-hmm. But outside of basketball, would you agree the three of those guys were way yeah, closer? Yeah, I think. Yeah, than, I than think they were. Yeah,
0: I think they're a bit more closer. But what, that, that but part. but but at the end of the day, it shouldn't be what you do off the court. It Should be what you do on the court. It should be why you stay in you Boston and winning championship no, with your boys, not with to, your fraternity. They had. He said. They he said. We tried to negotiate a contract with the Celtics. He said, they wouldn't give me what I wanted. At that point, what do you do?
1: I wish you asked me about the no trade clause. Because they, they, Ray, in the very, very beginning, Ray said it wasn't offered. Danny says he did offer it. So, I'm wondering.
0: Okay, but, no, I mean, either but, way,
1: but the no I tra- think Ray made his decision. Ray, that, that, that Ray, made, have
0: Ray made a decision based on what he wanted. And let's look at it in hindsight. Let's, let's step back and look at it. Did he make the right decision? Oh, I say he looked <laughs> oh, like a genius. Okay, <laughs> Okay. Nice and at, the <laughs> the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he made a decision that was best for him and his family. I hate to say that him and his family like his family was shooting but yeah, like but still there was still, you know, his family still there but still he made the best decision for himself. Right. And if you step back from it and look yeah. at it he was able to go on and win another championship. Right. He was going he was able to go down there and turn another page in already a legendary chapter right. and and put another stamp on it. Not the fact that he won one championship here, but he won another one going to Miami. And hit behind and, one
1: of the greatest moments in NBA right,
0: history. Right, right. Yeah. Perhaps
1: perhaps one of the greatest shots we've seen in NBA history. I call it the yellow rope shot. Put the ropes up, man. Ray said, "Oh, y'all, y'all think this is over? Y'all think you think it's done, right?" All
0: right. Well, he he talked about that too. He talked about yeah. the culture of Miami fans. Mm-hmm. He said, "Miami." I said, "Yeah." I said, "A lot of people didn't see that shot you hit." He <laughs> said, "Yeah." He said, "He said that's the culture yeah. of Miami." Yeah. He said, "We haven't." He said, "Miami hadn't won a bunch of championships." Right. He said, "So they weren't used to until the last shot." What they go is like until I can get to the beach. <laughs> That's how they were like. Well, this is over. Hey, I don't think they. Are. Let's go. Let's go out. Let's get some sunshine. You don't have that in Boston or yeah. Chicago. You're in there for the last shot. Right. You live and die at the end. How many times we've we seen the Celtics down in games. And I, was, I think it was against Miami where they got blasted. And the chant in the building was, let's go, sell. And they were losing. Mm-hmm. But that resonated with the players. And they
1: were it's like, like these damn, guys are still here. yeah, our fans, damn, are, still our fans,
0: here. Our fans yes. are still battling with us. So Ray talked about that. He said when he was with in the Celtics, he said there's something about, and this is even more, he said there was something about this organization that's different from any other organization he's played in. And he appreciated that. But we we keep going back to the same thing about a decision that Ray made. Like the decision that LeBron made. Mm -hmm. Ray made a business decision. Which comes back looking like it was all gold. (laughs) The live in Miami. Play with LeBron. Win another championship. Be the glory of the sports world for hitting a shot that literally... People in their seats at home look in this and we got to look at his feet to see if they were behind the line. They're going back to do the replay and you look at Ray going all the way back, never looked down at his feet, Wasn't even close. Yeah. never right. looked right. down at right. his feet. There was a small little window, small little pocket that he was in that he was able to make that shot without looking at his feet and he just knew where he was at. Because he's because he said he's done, uh, he it, so said he's done yeah. it thousands and thousands of times, and he talked about that his work ethic. He said talked about his work that ethic and Kgs. He said that made Paul get on board. Mm-hmm. So how can you how can you eliminate him from? Everybody said was well, Kevin who changed the culture. Well, it was Kevin and Ray who changed the culture. Ray Allen, as you would know. Well, I know. Ray Allen would leave the hotel. It'd be like a game day, man. I'd just be coming in for lunch good. About 2 o'clock, and I'm like, Ray got his suit on, his tie, everything. He's going over to the arena to shoot two hours before the game. Wow! Now you see players doing the same thing, yeah. shooting two hours before the game. He changed the culture of what these guys guys did. He changed the culture of Paul Pierce. So how can you not have include him and the retirement of Kevin Garnett's jersey. But I just believe, in my heart of hearts, it's going to take Kevin to call him and say, Ray, I want you there.
1: Right, that's the only way. If he
0: says, Ray, I want you there, and says it publicly, everybody is going to be on board. Right. And I think he's, Kevin, if Kevin's the leader that I think he is, you squash all that. Right. That was that was ten years ago, twelve years ago, whenever it was. But this man won the championship with you. You're the leader that I think you are.
1: You do that. But you got to commend Paul Pierce for getting that conversation started. You know, Paul's been the one ever since they had that uh, uh, it was a fundraiser event in China where they took the pictures together, and Paul was saying all these things, saying, "Look." It's gotta be water to the bridge at this point. I can't speak for KG. Now he always says that. He's, he's to this day. He was just talking about it uh, last month. Paul I can't speak Paul for KG. Paul, but I think we should look, We should do this. Paul,
0: get off get off the pot. What does they say about that? Oh, yeah,
1: that's poop. Like a, that's like a happy time. Poop movie.
0: or get off the pot. You're the captain of this yeah, team. That's true. You are. You are. You. You're the senior citizen. You were here longer than Garnett. You were here longer than. You're the. You're that guy. People look at you like you are possibly, if they say you got five Celtics of all time, he is one of those people you mm-hmm. say, you know, one, one, two, three, someplace in there right. with with Paul. So I'm not buying this like, well, you're not talking for KG. No, I'm talking for KG. I'm talking for KG. I mean, KG, let's look. Mm-hmm. And I've heard him talk about him and KG, their relationship. They talk all the time. Right. Paul call this man up. Said, let's squash this. That's that's squash it. Get squashed. Get squashed. You think it happens? I
1: think it happens.
0: I hope it happens. I, I, I told. Happens. I think a lot of it I, in a year. I told Ray. About a year. I told Ray. I hope this happens. And I said Ray. And I only have Kevin's number, but I'm going to get Kevin's number. And I'm going to make a personal appeal to Kevin. Okay. It could be F you.
1: <laughs> I, I
0: might. I might. get that. <laughs> I might. I might make it. The, none of your damn business.
1: <laughs> you might catch him on a bad day. I
0: might. Who <laughs> knows? But at least I want to put that out there Right. to say, let's, let's, let's build that. Let's, let's mend those fences. It's, it's life. As we know, with Kobe Bryant leaving, life is too short. Mm-hmm. Life. Oprah said it best. I remember one time I was looking at her show. She said, you're mad at somebody pissed off. And you see that person out in the street and they're laughing, having a good time. And you still mad. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. And that's what I say with these guys. Let it go. You have a banner. You, you are a world champion. You are a world champion team. Not a lot of people can say that. Right. And you would not have that world championship if it hadn't been for his accomplishments too. Ray Allen in the mix with that. You wouldn't have that. You can talk about all these other players. You got Avery. With it. No, you can't
1: even make a debate for that.
0: That's that right. that year, without Ray. That year, without without Ray, no. it doesn't happen. Right. Doesn't happen. So that that's that is what I'd say about that.